All right. Hey there, guys and girls. Uh, this is Brandon, and I'm here with Evan. We just wanted to pop in before the episode. And first off, just thank everyone who, uh, who's who been listening. This is our first time recording since going live last week. And wow, wow, there's more of you listening than I thought there would be. What about you? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, man. We've had two awesome experiences that had me positive. We're on the right track with this. Like the first day we launched, uh, well, Blake was down here in London with me. I went into the dispensary to tell them about the podcast. They were already listening to it. So there's A, which was amazing. And then the other day at the, the seed swap event, I met somebody and gave them a card and they had heard of us. So that's two awesome things on top of the subscribers we already have. And I'm very happy about it. Yeah. That. Oh, my God. That is amazing. I, I, I thought maybe it was just going to be uh, people we knew listening. But right. that, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for giving us a shot, at least. Right. And uh, get the word out. Uh, if you like this, please, please subscribe, uh, uh, follow whatever you're listening on lets you do. We're on, uh, I mean, you want to give the shout out, uh, plug those, um, yeah. Plug those, yeah, plug those things. I got you, my stone friend. Yeah. We are right now on rss.com is our main platform. If you're into that, I thought not a lot of people are. So we also launched a Spotify. You can subscribe on there and a YouTube channel that you can subscribe to. Those are all Smoke and Okies pod. They're very easily found. And you can also find links to everything at our website, smokingokiespod.com. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up right now because I am the stupid one and I'm pretty stoned <laughs> right now. So smokingokiespod.com, pop that in there. Uh, the site is under construction for now. Uh, bear with this. But if you scroll all the way to the bottom, you will see uh, right there, Discord, Twitch, Instagram, and Facebook. Just click those bad boys. Get on the Discord and talk to us. We love yeah, to talk man. to you guys. Dude, we've got awesome people in the Discord already. Sam basically made this whole early segment possible. I could shout all these dudes out. There's a guy in there, Pat, that gave me some awesome grow information. And like, it's super cool to create something where we have a Discord where conversation can be going without us even there. Like, that's the most gratifying thing in the fucking world, man. Oh, yeah. I love just popping in and seeing what everyone else has been talking about there for a bit. <laughs> I get a, I get a ninja my way into the conversation sometimes. <laughs> right on. Well, I guess we could we could pop into the weekend weed with that if... Oh yeah, we wanted to announce this. Uh, we want to announce this and add it on to the beginning because uh, we came up with it the well this week. So it's partially uh, its own thing, uh, uh, redundant, I guess. But a segment called "This Week in Weed" to keep you up to date with the news in the cannabis um, industry here in Oklahoma. Notable here is that we're actually we're recording this the day before we publish. Mm -hmm. So this at the beginning is where you get fresh news. And then the rest of the podcast, which you'll hear our normal tone, is like the evergreen information, like how to make gummies and stuff, which I think is a pretty cool setup. Yes, yes. We're going to keep it up to date as much we can, uh, as close to publishing date as, as we can. Uh, because what's the point of a weekly show uh, about Oklahoma weed stuff if we don't keep you up to date with Oklahoma weed stuff? And we've got a couple things. Um I'll just lead off with the the one that you uh, you all should know already, but uh like me you probably forget to check your email from time to time mm -hmm. <laughs> the omma they blasted us all out all of us patient uh all of us patients and card holders with an email uh stating that if you they have changed the rule to where if you your uh renewal application has been accepted you can still use your expired omma patient id for up to 30 days after its expiration because they don't want you to be without your medicine for those uh, weeks that you're waiting on your mail. 
So that's a great update. Oh, yeah. I just said super solid move. There's not much else you can say. The OMMA is a pretty good organization and they take care of us. And then, Evan, you want to go with the next one? Yeah. You know, I read something interesting. We've got kind of two topics that are tied together. And to lead in, I'm going to try to keep my, my keyboard noise to a minimum here. I'll just read you the headline. This is on Marijuana Business Daily. It's written by Andrew Long. Good job, Andrew. Great read. Um, and it says, Oklahoma's medical cannabis dispensary licenses declined for the first time. So without going on newscaster on you, this says that overall retail licenses for Oklahoma's medical cannabis program declined 8% in 2020, which is notable in and of itself. And because it says it's the, quote, first contraction for the open license market since MMJ sales began in 2018. Um, not anything necessarily huge on itself. You do hear that there are a lot of licenses that are being unused or underutilized because of the system allowing anybody to get stuff. But with this second bit of news, Blake, and this is really what brought the, 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 the week in weed about, uh, is a piece of legislation that we discussed in some depth on a previous podcast. Blake, would you like to take us into that? Are we talking the uh, House Bill 2272? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, this this bad boy here. All right, apparently this is uh, it's one of those transition bills. Right. Uh, what they're uh, what they're trying to do here it's an act relating to medical marijuana. It says creating the Oklahoma cap on medical marijuana businesses act of 2021, and essentially the gist of this it's it's been it's engrossed. Uh, well, let's tell you what it is first. Essentially, this caps off the amount of commercial licenses that can be uh, that will be issued in in Oklahoma. It's got different caps for dispensaries, for growers, and for processing and testing. Um, by the end of it, which I believe is twenty twenty five, and in in the legislature, they want to have this all cut down to what two thousand dispensaries, five thousand growers, a thousand. Um, do you have the numbers in front of you for that? Um, I know the rough numbers there, 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 we have between nine and 10,000 dispensaries. I'm sorry. I just dropped change out of my lap. Uh-huh. Um, we have between nine and 10,000 dispensaries, which is a ton and great. Uh-huh. We've got, um, no, hold on. Let me get that. I, I know the exact numbers cause I might be misspeaking and I don't want to misspeak. Sorry. I'm gonna have to type. Oh, you're good. Anyway, uh, they're, they're essentially, they want to cut the numbers down quite a bit down to, I've got it. Yeah, they're cutting it down from, and I'm getting it here. Okay, this site, Politico, which is, this is one of the good reads about OK Weed. Mm-hmm. More than 9,000 light marins le- licensed marijuana businesses altogether. There was my mistake. I knew I had okay. to Including nearly 2,000 dispensaries, almost 6,000 grower operations. And then, of course, you've also got your transporters and processors rounding out the rest. Uh-huh. But essentially, this thing uh, says that there's gonna, they're going to change compliance rules or whatever coming up soon um if this thing goes through it they will start the caps at uh however many licenses per business have been submitted as of september of this year so, uh they will take that as the cap okay. um they it looks like they will process those whatever uh gets processed and accepted or denied or whatever what, what they end up with that will be the cap and then they will slowly start culling until they get down to those numbers we were talking because about earlier that's what makes it a transition bill they're transitioning from one way of doing business to another and i think pretty much universally agreed much worse way mm-hmm. i like this to be straight up it's bullshit now, this bill right now, it also spells out uh, how 
they will be taking these licenses. It's things like dispensaries have to sell a certain amount of product per month over a year. Uh, if they don't meet this, they'll lose their license. Uh, growers have to grow so much. Processors have to process so much, so on and so forth. Right. Which is, okay, to a point, and I'm talking very specifically about that part of it. If they want to take away what accounts to a dead license, because you hear about people squatting on them because they hear they might be sellable yes. soon. Yes, yes. That's totally cool. But then saying, okay, well, now we have 8,756 dispensaries instead of 757 is bullshit. Uh-huh. This market has shown so far, and I'm sorry to jump straight into the opinion, has shown so far that if you put minimal protection, you protect people's health by protecting from things like pesticides and heavy metals and shit in the products. And you make sure that there's not like an organized crime element, like the fucking mafia or Chinese triads coming in and infiltrating like a legitimate front. That's, you know, and I'm a layman. To me, that's all you fucking need. Why do they need to tell me the number of dispensaries I can shop at? This is not going to help the market. The market right now is such that if you do a good job and you and everything, including marketing and you fucking do your shit right, you can thrive. But only then it's a competitive marketplace driven by consumer fucking choice. And that's what it should be. Sorry, Blake, go ahead. Well, yeah, that's that's what it should be. I believe so as well. I, I believe the mark, as you read uh, earlier, we saw the uh, first decrease in uh, what was it? The first decrease in licenses. There was an eight yes. percent uh, decrease. The market is turning itself already naturally. Right. Let it go. <laughs> I mean, you know who's not going out of business? Your capital banks and cookies. Say what you want about cookies. The people who have recognition and do something very well. Uh-huh. Isn't that how a market like this should work in a state that supposedly really respects and wants to follow the free market? Yes, that's what I think. The OMMA should be there to protect the patients, uh, like what they do with their email blasts on recalls right. and things like that. That is awesome. Keep it up, please. Please and do. This, this isn't even really an OMA level thing. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, it's more of a state legislator and legislature, and I'm not even sure who's behind this or the reasoning or the fucking shady hands that are causing it, but it's a case of our state legislators not understanding what the fuck we want or what the fuck we need. And uh, I would encourage you all, and I'll shut up after this, please write your senator, write Governor Stitt. Right now, this bill is only being discussed in the Senate. It can still be sent back to the House. It can go to Governor Stitt's desk and potentially be vetoed and sent back for revisions. There is still time to change this, but you got to get out and do the fucking legwork. Don't send a lazy ass email. Send a fucking a a printed letter with your signature at the bottom with a handwritten envelope. Be eloquent. Fucking reach out to me on Discord or Facebook or whatever. I'm a professional writer. I'll help you with that shit. I care enough about it. Just like I did when I wrote a bunch of letters for people for net neutrality. It's fucking important if you want this great walled garden to stay. Blake, please continue. (laughs) Well, uh, that's really all the news we have here. Uh, (laughs) There's a uh, like... You can find this on uh, legiscan.com. Just look up the Oklahoma House Bill 2272. So you can uh, read it verbatim and not through our filter here because I am by no means a lawyer and I barely understand this shit. So so go read it for yourself. um, And yeah, call your governor because ultimately it's got to get past his desk. Um, right now, right now, the Senate, the Senate's going to have a look at it. They're either, they will either send it back for revisions or they will sign it and pass it on to the governor. He's going to be the last line of defense on this. So at the very least, give him a call. You know, if I can go into a little marketing philosophy that might be useful here, 
I've had some experience writing campaign letters and grant shit and things like that that require a lot of persuasion. The best things to do if you all are following through, and I do hope you do, I will be very much so, you know, today. Um, you, you don't be rude. You tell a story that is compelling and you respectfully ask them to reconsider their stance. For instance, my story could be, I'm Evan. I'm a former drug addict. I moved to Oklahoma to get off drugs. Weed helped me more than rehab or anything. I'm, I'm clean for a year almost. And now the, you're going to take that away and make it harder for me to get medicine. Those kind of stories are what get people to change their minds about shit. And while it is easy to be jaded or cynical, the, the calling, calling or writing a letter can help with that if enough people do it. This, okay, this is uh, we do need a call to action on this, but we're starting to turn into an episode. <laughs> so, Sorry, so uh, we're going to go ahead and move on with that. The weekend weed is going to be your weekly newscast for uh, cannabis related events and news here in Oklahoma. Uh, we'll try to keep you up to date with the latest happenings. Um, this is our first, this, we just wanted to add this in because uh, we've, this is our first time getting together since we went live last week. And like we said, we really wanted to thank everyone out there. So we, last week when we were recording, we celebrated uh, a bit too heavy and, uh, medication got pretty pretty messed up with medication very heavily medicated and during one of our audio test we were doing an audio check and uh we had a funny little conversation so we, we figured we'd throw this uh, little bonus bonus audio in at the beginning of the episode for you guys thank you all for listening we'll see you next week all right so to the episode so that i can introduce my theory to you now okay my theory prediction that's sorry to, trust me on this okay uh-huh. Blake was basically saying that uh, the prequels for Star Wars were like George Lucas's unfiltered vision. He didn't have yes men. Just episode one. Just episode one. Because you right, you said no criticism. Please. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my argument, not fully my argument, but I agree with it, Um, is that episode one of the prequels was just pure unfiltered, like. George Lucas, he had the reins. He had creative control. He didn't have any uh, fan feedback or anything. If anything, he had the pressure of the fans that have been waiting for it for so long. Right. They're super excited about I mean, there were even movies made about how excited fans were right. to see episode one. And uh, like I said, Lucasfilm and, and the Light Magic Studios and all that, they, they were on the cutting edge of technology. So he was, he was no longer held back. He had CGI and everything so he could express his ideas right, right. onto film. <clears throat> so that was pure, unfiltered George Lucas. Okay. All right. Now, I'm going to take this a whole different direction, Blake, and I want you to stick with me for a minute. I want you to consider a band known as Nickelback. <laughs> Known for, of course, that fucking, uh, that, that look at this photograph <laughs> and the fucking rock star song where they had the sassy black guy in the background going, oh, I have a quesadilla. Like, that whole fucking trend in the 2000s music. You know what I'm talking about. Every song had a sassy guy. Mm, he has a rocket car. Mm. Anyway, okay. Nickelback. In some ways, and this is coming from somebody who does not like the band and thinks they produce trash music, uh-huh. but you can consider in some ways Nickelback George Lucas's musical equivalent. They have been the internet's whipping boy for so long for just going out there and making their music and being making their shitty music. You say Nickelback on any Discord and immediately many people are going to go, fuck it, I hate that. Especially like 10 years ago, right? I don't know if they're, they equate. They're not the same, man. But no, no, like, hear me out. I think in the same way, my, my prediction slash theory is not done yet. In the same way that you have seen George Lucas undergo this transformation redemption arc in the media from... 
God, he fucked up the trilogy. No, it was misunderstood. His heart was in the right place, and people appreciate it now. I could totally see Nickelback coming out of nowhere and being like, here's our new fucking awesome album and a whole new genre, and it's amazing. And everybody has to go, whoa, holy shit. Now let's revisit. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I don't see it. And the reason is, there are no expectations. The expectations are so fucking low. The expectation. Everybody hates Nickelback. When was Nickelback ever cutting edge? Uh, around the time they had that "Not Like You, So Sorry" song. That wasn't cutting edge though. That, that was, was definitely that was, that was like in the mold cookie cutter. It shit. was extremely or, popular. It had that fucking meh, 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 I chord production. There was nothing like Star Wars. No, no, and I'm I'm certainly not saying the comparison holds up in every regard. And and the special effects and everything like that, like like the original Star Wars, like essentially started that shit. You right? Know? No, like no, that, no. So, I don't think it's a fair comparison. I mean, it's if you pull the camera back to a very high level, and I, this is coming from somebody who respects Lucas and hates Nickelback still, even with the internet hating them. I don't like Nickelback. Uh-huh. From a very, very pulled back perspective, the internet, everybody fucking hated George Lucas, and all he can do is go up. Everybody hates Nickelback. All they have to do is fart out something a little bit good, bounce, look at this. A misunderstood musical like Nickelback is on the rebound with their new R&B album or whatever. And that's all it's going to take. It's going to sound weird, but whatever you see and, them oh, come yeah, back. Well, and then when you said misunderstood, I did a little breath sigh or whatever. Because right. that's where I was reminded of my other point. Is that I don't think the prequels were misunderstood. And I don't think that they've, they've taken that turn on the internet either. I've, I've not really seen that. It seems that the people that... Did not like the prequels. Still don't like the prequels. But mm. the one thing that the one thing that they they do um, they have solidified on or whatever mm. or, 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 or galvanized whatever yeah. the fuck. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Where they've come together on uh, an agreement to where maybe George Lucas is misunderstood. Perhaps it could be down that arc with the prequels. Is that yeah. it was the story of Anakin Skywalker, right? Which started in the prequels and ended with uh, Return of the Jedi. Right. And that's where the line in the sand has definitely been drawn. Sure. Because then you have the Disney, uh, that's the, the Disney split. And, and that's where the great divide has happened, you know, in the fan base. What's up, Smokin' Okies? My name's Evan Wade. My name's Brandon Blake. And today we're here to talk to you about several things, really. We've kind of evolved the document since we started, but the top of the order, or not the top of the order, the thing we're here mostly to talk to you about is how we make our good-ass, quote-unquote, Zen-like gummies. The Smokin' Oakies good-ass gummies, man. Smokin' Oakies <laughs> good-ass gummies. I already fucked uh, it up. We're both really high. Uh, well. It medicated. It, yeah. Very medicated. Uh, see, I... We had a little pre-record we did, uh, uh, if it makes it on. We just had a stupid little conversation. Uh, that was the first hit of my one gram challenge that I did for uh, uh, for the show. Uh, I just finished it up before we hit record on this one right here. So, Could you please explain what a one gram challenge is? I am blasted, but I've already done that in a previous episode. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Uh I did, but yeah, I just uh, smoked an entire gram uh, through through glass, so as efficient as I could. Excellent. I'm blasted. Right, Blake is blasted, and so am I on those good-ass mm-hmm. fucking smoking Okie's gummies. About forgot it again. Oh, yes. Yes, there's that, too. I had one of those. After I got the work out of the way, I popped one of them bad boys. Uh, man, they're, they're, yeah. Two Mason Jarrett Walton. 
hundred bucks. We'll get into that. Uh, you can you can probably hear it in my voice. Mm-hmm. I I mean, there's no hiding it here. There, I can't drive for a while. That's why we call them good ass gummies. And speaking of being, you know, good and medicated here, not high. What are you medicated on? What are you smoking? Well, you know, we kind of have an interesting thing here. This is our first show where we've got a full platform. We've got a Discord, which has already picked up some awesome people, by the way. You should join if you're into that shit. We're in there all day. Oh, um, yeah. we got an Instagram, is which has got Pat? some cool pictures from my wife, Amanda, and from Blake. <laughs> yeah, Pat's there. My boy, Pat, who I said I would give a shout-out. What's up, Pat? You're awesome. Oh, hey, cutie. Oh, yep. Oh, hey, cutie's our awesome, mods, too. Our mods. Our mods. Hell, yeah. Mod team. Early <laughs> mod team getting on the ground floor of this shit. Uh, so we thought we would do a What We're Smoking with a review, because multiple people have asked us for reviews. Blake and I are down in Lawton celebrating the launch of the podcast, and we went to two different dispensaries... One of which I'd been to before, and one of which neither of us have been to, so we're going to talk about that now. Blake, would you like to share your experience with the Sugar Shack? Oh, the Sugar Shack, yes. So, uh, we had a bit of yesterday. No, wait, no, it's today. Fuck, that's how I... Alright, so... Bob and Durbel. Today, this morning, it's hours ago, we went live, man. Yes. We are on Spotify, we just added ourselves to Google, Yes, right? we're working on so, Apple. Uh, we're, yeah, we're finding out how to get another Apple because we want to reach everyone at wherever they get the podcast. So get the word out. Tell your stoner buddies. But where was I going with that? Uh, uh, you're uh, this is our reviews. first live episode. So yeah, we went to the sugar. Why went to the sugar shack? Fuck, man, this is this is going to be a hard one, guys. I'm yeah, sorry. He's, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> We went so to the sugar shack. We went to the sugar shack because, uh, from what I've always heard, it, this is primo. They've got some primo shit there. That's yes. what I've heard. Yes. Uh, on the Reddit, you know, they've got a good, uh, they've got a good reputation. Uh, so I wanted to check it out, you know, as a little celebration of going live. Mm-hmm. So we stopped by and I picked up uh, some dosi dos, uh, some of the top shelf stuff, and <laughs> well, I think uh, as evidenced by my my behavior today. And the fact that I, I can't keep a thought going for more than a gold, you know. <laughs> more than a goldfish? God uh, yeah, damn it, More than a goldfish can, you know. Jesus uh, Christ. So, uh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think. Sugar Shack, you got some good stuff, man. Uh, oh, man. The place was great. Uh, great representation. Uh, uh, it was clean in there. I'm terrible with names. What is it, a Josh and... Uh, I think... I thought his name was Shane, but I think they're brothers or twins or something. I think it's da- Justin. Justin? Uh, it's a J one. I'm telling you, I'm terrible with names, so yeah. I'm not even going to try. But you guys, uh, they were cool. Yes. They were cool. They knew their shit. They and, were cool uh, about your tax card. Yeah, they were cool about my... Uh, I've got a tax exemption card, which can be annoying sometimes, because you got to punch in some extra numbers and whatnot. But I uh, uh, pulled it out, and they were just uh, super cordial, man. They're like, they're, yeah. oh, yeah. What's up? That's cool. Yeah. We want to save you some money. Yeah. They were, they're all about the customer there and they should be proud of the product too, which I think they are. And then, uh, yeah, man. Uh, so, and then you, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Blake is destroyed. They hear that little pause. We had a technical error. Blake actually had a stroke from all the weed he's consumed. Yeah. He's so medicated. The, uh, the, the, the good, the, the smoking oaky's good ass gummies are kicking in. I can't talk. And, uh, yeah. So your turn. <laughs> this is as medicated as I think either of us have ever been on the air. I'm going to hold it down though. I'm going to hold my shit. Uh. So talking about another really awesome place in London. A cool thing about Lawton, there are a ton of dispensaries down here that 
are really, really, really way cooler than they have any right to be in this area without mm-hmm. veering too far into the negative. I had satellite hanging at my house the last six months. That'll tell you everything. <laughs> we went to this place called Vertical Vibes. This place is legit. They had fucking Afro Man there like a week ago opening their shit. You, they've got their visual branding on point. Their logo is clean. You go in the store, it looks like, a, like Blake said earlier, a high-end boutique with the beautifully lit shelves. And they're carrying like grab pieces. It's a curated bunch of stuff. Whoever mm-hmm. did their shit knows their shit. Um, and it was a, the coolest thing. I've not seen this at another place. So you go to this place. There's a big security TV behind the, the counter. And it shows their grow, which is in-house and massive, and their production, which is in-house and also massive. We have some hash rods and we got from them that is absolutely mind-blowingly good. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it was a really, really good experience overall. I'm typing a message because somebody's messaged me about work. I do want to point out that uh, you said earlier, I said it was a high-end boutique look. Uh, no, that was during the technical glitch where we were talking and there was no recording going. So, uh, yeah, I did say it earlier, but they did not hear. So, just wanted to get that going. So, you were saying? Yeah, sorry about that. I was responding to my dude, Cade. What's up, Cade? Neurosis on the Discord about some uh, logo work he's doing on another project. Um, there is one slightly negative, and it's really not a big deal. Like, I've been in retail, and it's not even my situation, to be to be fair to Blake. It's Blake's situation. We mentioned the Sugar Shack thing, and they were cool about the card. At Vertical Vibes, it was very clear that it was kind of a pain in the butt for them, and it kind of diminished what otherwise would have been a 10 out of 10 experience. Just something to throw out. We're not trying to be negative. Just, you know, that's out there. Yeah, you know. Cool. Yeah, no, the, the, But it, it was uh, still, the weed is yeah. awesome. So my, go one, my one gripe with the place, I got to say, because, yeah, it's on point. But... It, it, it was on point. Like, it looks great. Like I said, high-end boutique look. Uh, man, I love seeing the the video feed of the grow yes. because uh, man, you, you can see the buds, man. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yes. And uh, my one gripe though is the the entrance. So you pull up. <laughs> so you pull up and uh, uh, you park in the parking lot. You get out and you look over and here is the place. You know, it's in like this industrial commercial area. So it's uh, in one of those big steel buildings or whatever, but. And they've got these two doors right there wrapped in their decal and everything. You walk up and you pull on it and it's locked. And uh, they pop their head out and they go, you customers, uh, the entrance is around the side. And uh, come on, you're dealing with potheads, man. Right. <laughs> that was the first door we saw and it had all your shit all over it. The <laughs> only road going to the place. The, the, the interesting thing about the place is it's a very... This would be like a super hip upscale boutique in OKC or LA or Denver, anywhere. Like some place that looks like this is timeless and amazing. It looks great, but it's in the middle of like, it's in the industrial area of Lawton. It's like mm. dog food factory, fucking cow mm. pasture, amazing boutique dispensary, fucking baby well, food waste dispensary. It, it is to note that it's not just dispensary, they're like right. full service. They, That's probably they grow, why. process, and sell. So, uh, it's a really yeah, cool place. It's very, I've always said, you know, off air or whatever in our discussions and whatnot, that I believe that, uh, that, um, the least amount of handling on the weed, the better, you know, right. you got, you got less of those trikes, trichomes being knocked off of there, you know, and all that stuff. So I think the less hands on it from, from, uh, harvest to consumption, the better. Right. That's why the home grows seem to always outdo, you know, a dispensary, you know. That's a super interesting thought. And that maybe, you know, everybody's always like, grow your own, it's way better. You're just, you're cutting out the, the 
chain by which shit gets destroyed. That's oh, yeah, really you smart. See, you should see what's in the bottom of my jar for my home grow. Right. Yeah. Ooh, I should scoop that out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I will on the one year anniversary of the grow. I'm saving uh, some for that. Like saving your wedding cake. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. May 4th, by the way. May Ooh. the 4th be with you. Yeah. So easy to remember for me. And you'll use <laughs> They they will have heard the pre recording by now, so they'll yes. they'll know why. Yes, <laughs> for sure we will have that pre recording in. Uh, so yeah, vertical vibes awesome. Sugar check awesome. Two of Lawton's, you know, any place in Lawton's going to be underrated by default. So these are two of Lawton's most underrated dispensaries. Um, so you know, moving on with some of this stuff. Um, an interesting thing that Blake and I have been talking about. We want you all to check out the song "On the Level" by Mac DeMarco, and there's a reason for this. We think that this captures the vibe of our podcast perfectly. Like, you could play this shit in the background while we're, while we're talking and it would work. We've emailed Mr. DeMarco's representative trying to get this cheap so we can get the rights to it. But until then, if you want the real intro, just listen to it on YouTube when you start up or whatever. It's, it's a dope-ass song in a way. You should listen to it. It's really good. Um, um, we are and, uh, the George Lucas please, please don't sue us. Don't sue us, Mr. DeMarco. We're, we we're trying to get you some views, too, you know. I just thought of a device. Ho- hopefully we got you about four. <laughs> at least they were playing it at Oki Kush Club. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, and that place. I mean, you've yeah. heard it. You're, you've heard it already. They could play a dog farting for ten minutes, and it would automatically be cool. Yeah, I like, like that anything. place. I've been to two other uh, locations. Both of them are recommended. Like Oki Kush Club is like the the hip copy shop and Friends or something. Like from the nineties, you go in there and it's just immediately like, oh shit, I'm way old, but this is cool. Yeah, but you don't pay those hip coffee shop prices. Speaking to our reviews that we're doing, let's talk about the one gram challenge. Blake did a little bit more. Blake, now that you have cleared a gram and have in fact eaten another gummy and are packing a bowl, how are you <laughs> feeling? How how medicated are you? I am. Uh, I'm to that point that we've talked about on. Uh, I think we did an off the rip on what's your perfect high. Right. And I am almost to the point to where my spine feels numb. So. Beautiful. That is that is the perfect high where I, I kind of feel like I'm just like floating around on my feet, you know. This is good ass smoking Oki's gummies. Yeah, yeah, it's get, it's hitting the body. I believe the uh, gummies are hitting the body, and that good good sugar shack stuff is uh, hitting the head. Definitely. Welcome to Lawton. <laughs> All right, so now we bring this up because it's time. We're gonna go over it. Last night, Blake and I went through the entire good-ass gummy-making process so we could officially call it the Smokin' Okies process. We're going to give you all of our secret shit right now together. And it's going to, if you have the time and a little bit of cash and the equipment to put into this, you will never have to buy a store-bought edible again unless you ran out and you're waiting on your tincture to cook. So here, let's get started. My story. I did this because at one point I was spending in our household up to $900 a month on Zing gummies. Man. Think wait, 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 hold on. $15 a piece to a day. No, wait, hold on. Right. You mean you were buying Zen gummies? Zen gummies. You like those things or what? <laughs> okay, this is something that we haven't discussed on the podcast before ever. I do very much enjoy the Zen gummy, if you haven't heard about that, that I've not talked on the podcast. I just totally bungled that. I'm really high too. Sorry, that wasn't funny. They can't all be home runs. <laughs> Anyway, 900 a month uh, on this gummy that I really like, called the Zing uh, Gummy, if you've ever heard of it. Well, I guess that horse is dead. Yes. But, uh... <laughs> oh, I'll bring it up again later, and then just keep pushing it. Oh, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Oh, I'm the one who interrupted. <laughs> Go ahead. We were spending like 900 a month. I could yell for Amanda to confirm this. It was like, whenever we were broke, it was like, can I scrape I, some quarters? I think we believe right, you. Right, right, I right. Think, uh, I, I think... My, my middle name is actually belaboring the point. Yeah. 
All we're, right. We're like five episodes in. I think they know. They, and everyone believes you. And About what? Zen gummies? I'm kidding. Yeah, those. God, what the fuck are they called? Zen gummies, I think. <laughs> so, the point of this, uh, this hammering on being, we got some shit that's good or better, as good or better. The first thing, though, we're going to tell you, and Blake, please read this for us to let them know because you got a better voice. Alcohol evaporation is dangerous. Extremely fucking dangerous. This process involves that. I am a fucking layman. All of my information is from the internet, from other dipshits that are probably dumber than me in some regards. If you do this and you burn your house down, you can sue me, I guess, but I don't have any money anyway. Don't, if you, if you think you might blow your house up evaporating alcohol, don't. Right? Well, uh, uh, why don't we just say this is for entertainment purposes only. Yes, don't do this. Do not try this at home. Only, yeah, don't do it at all. You'll die. Unless you are a professional and you have... Dr. Neo next week, he's a professional. Well, yeah, we've got some exciting stuff coming up. But, uh... uh, Let's get on track, sorry. Yeah, back to the gummies, all right? So, we're saying we're, uh, this is how we did it. We're not saying do it, but, uh, this is is what we do. Yes. (laughs) All right, so we're going to go into the things you need. I did not make a tally because I'm bad at getting all the information I need of what it'll spend. But my, my estimate is about, if you're doing it with a butter machine... About 400, if you're not, about 200. And then every batch you make after that will run you whatever you can get an ounce of weed for. You'll need, first and foremost, this stuff called cannabis. I don't know if you heard it, I really like it. Um, the magic butter machine, do they know that's the vessel? Yes, we'll go, we'll go into that. I believe we talked about the magic butter machine in a previous yeah. episode. I'm yes. sorry. This, this is the first, uh, we come back to, this is, we're live for the first time. So right. now it's going to be easier for me to keep these thoughts in line because I don't have to keep five you know like four hours worth of content you know loaded up in my head all right so hopefully and i'll probably be less medicated in future episodes Eh. we'll see you know i can't promise that when you get this high you got tolerance you'll never get high like uh, this again but yeah uh uh, i'll try to follow along but the magic butter machine is what, what we're using here yes that's our number two but the first what goes into the magic butter machine is your weed God damn, I just... Yeah, okay, I'm going to shut the fuck up. You're good, man. Just know it's, it's, it's our podcast. You're fine. You're fine. Go, go, go. So in, in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma, you can get a good-ass ounce for $100. You don't spend any more than that. You can get an ounce that would cost you 400 in Illinois here for 100 if you're legal. You get that if you're making these, which we don't advise. Next, you'll need one of two things. A magic butter machine. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. <laughs> and or uh, a stovetop setup, which is literally just a saucepan. And a dipshit co-host. And a dipshit co-host <laughs> to make sassy comments like I'll have the quesadilla. <laughs> uh, the, guy, the guy who can't be trusted to read ahead a little. <laughs> it's okay. That's, that's, that's the magic happening. You're hearing the magic spurt out. Um, so you get your magic butter machine. Realistically, try to have a magic butter machine. Everybody says, oh, well, you can do it with kitchen shit. I don't fucking know how to do it with crock pots and stuff. A magic butter machine makes it easier. Okay, next. A mason jar. Just a mason jar. You got to be able to have a lid on it to screw it on. Okay, cool. Next. Ice cube trays or gummy molds and an injector. Here, I recommend putting on your dress or your pants and whatever you choose to wear and going to Hobby Lobby. Blake, why Hobby Lobby? Do you know? No. Because they have everything that you need there. They've got your gummy molds for super cheap and they have your injectors and you have citric acid, which we'll get into. Next, just some some bowls or a low cooking crock pot, like a, a heating crock pot. Uh huh. Everclear, you're gonna need at least three cups if you're using an ounce. Sounds like you're gonna have to be 21. 21 and up. Don't consume drugs if you don't follow this recipe. So, 
Only f- don't follow this recipe if you're over 21. Only but don't, don't. But don't do it. Right. It's just, this is a really bad idea. Don't do any of this, no matter what age, but especially not if you're under 21. All right. I'll stop derailing. Well, I fucked up my own list because look at number six. An ounce of decent butter. Oh, here we go. At least I do it in real time. Right, no, no. This was thought out and I still fucked up. You get to see my train wreck. Um, Okay, so then you'll need Jell-O of your favorite flavor. Don't get pineapple. It tastes good, but it could apparently fuck with the THC. Get something else. Oh, we did grape this round. It was good. And for those of you following the Instagram you saw, oh man, they looked great and they taste pretty Freaking good, man. They're a little sour, but they taste good, yeah. Yeah, but that's because the we didn't get to throw the honey in. Right, right, right. We did agave, which is put in. Anyway, so then you need some unflavored gelatin to go with your flavored jello. Just get a big box of it wherever you shop. You get packets of it. You need like two of those packets. And then you've got them for the next time you cook because you will cook again. Uh, then, and this is part of the secret sauce, something few people seem to know to do, citric acid. It's not as hard to find locally as you think. That takes us back to Hobby Lobby. Candle making section has edible citric acid. If the package just says it's citric acid in a bag, it's safe, even if it's in the candle making section. Get this shit and it'll help you later. Finally, is the garnishes. And Blake, you can speak to this. Oh, the... I don't really know what it's supposed to do. I think this is just for flavor. This is all flavor. This is all all, uh, per taste or whatnot. Okay, so... This is like the salt and pepper in every other recipe. Do this to taste. You can use honey, agave, sugar, vanilla, or a fruit juice of your choosing. Now, the fruit juice is a must. Sorry to interrupt. The fruit juice is a must. Yes. I'm learning this just now. And uh, if I remember correctly, they say grape, apple, or pear works best. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes, not pineapple. Do not use pineapple mm-hmm. or anything containing it because it'll fuck with your potency. Yes. But we use the agave... Uh, so it's a little more, a little more bitter, a little sour. Yeah. You do the honey, it's going to be sweeter, same with sugar, vanilla, you know. I'm going to take just a little break from the segment to show you, Blake, I put this gummy on my cigarette pack to eat in a minute and look at the green on that. Uh-huh. Jesus. My, I'll take a picture of this for Instagram. My whole cigarette pack is stained green from a purple gummy. It's like it's a freaking snail was just sitting there. <laughs> a very high <laughs> snail. I'm going to be that snail when I sweat later. Uh. Um, all right. So you, there's that. Now we go into the process and here goes into the second secret of the process. Your decog. You got to do it a certain way to get the right flavor oh, and the right high. And to uh, not stink up the old house. And to not stink up the house. Um, there, there's also the delicate science of getting your Terps bro back into the jar. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Terps bro. Terps. So here is my secret. Whenever you decarb, you put all of your ounce of wheat in a mason jar whole. Don't, don't grind it up. Put it in the mason jar. Seal the mason jar up. Set your oven to 230 degrees. 240 maybe, no higher than 240 is roughly what I do. You get a dish towel, damp it up a little bit. The recipe I use calls for this. I don't know why, but it works, so I just don't fuck with it. Damp a towel, lay it on an oven baking sheet, turn your mason jar sideways, put it in the oven. Let it sit for 15 minutes in the oven, take it out, shake it up, put it back in. and Do that every 15 minutes until it's been there between 50 minutes to an hour and a half. Not an hour and a half, I'm sorry, an hour and 15 minutes. Then you open the jar after about five minutes of cooling and boom, your weed with all of the terps and shit preserved is right there. Maybe not all of them, but it's got a way more full spectrum taste when you decarb this way. Terps bro. Terps bro. Thank you, Blake. You always say bro after terps in our household. Bro. Terps. Okay. Bro. Next up, Blake. And I'm sorry, this is really kind of a long me talking segment. Is that okay? Yeah, I mean, this is kind of, it's a little dry because we are just, right. re- you're reading a list, essentially. I am kind of reading a list and I'm going to get away from that now. I'm sorry if we lost anybody. So, I mean, uh, we, next you make your tincture. This is, uh, 
it says the magic butter machine process, and mm-hmm. here's what I I saw happen. Mm-hmm. You uh you pour in the stuff from the uh, the mason jar, your decarb weed, mm-hmm. and uh, <coughs> your alcohol. Yes. And you just seal that bad boy up and hit your two buttons. Yes. And you, you hit <laughs> there are two buttons specifically. You hit one thirty for the temperature, and you hit four hour tincture. You hit them two bad boys, and then uh, boom, you, you got to wait four hours. And how much alcohol you use is up to you. You can use between three and five cups. I suggest three for a strong tincture. All right, so after that four hours. Now we're pulling it out of the magical butter machine. Thank you, Blake. Boom, boom, boom. This is where we get to the danger. This is the this big is why danger. we say don't do this. If you end up doing this, it's not because we told you to, because we are telling you not to. We've told you not to a bunch, and the lawyers will hear this. I have a friend who did this, and uh, I'm getting a little shook up thinking about it, man. He he did this, and the alcoholic valve didn't go well, and his 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 balls actually blew up to his stomach and came out of his nose hole. Oh my god, that yeah. only happens to me when I do dabs. Well, you know, dude, you're lucky because then his eyes popped out, and then all he could see was his own balls. Oh yeah, and then he pissed out his tits. Do you guys think the gummies are working? <laughs> All right, sorry. So yeah, evap your tincture. Uh, this is okay. You do this. Cause... This is easy. It's not. It's dangerous, but it's easy. Don't do it. Dicks out your nose and all that. Um, so you're gonna get the the alcohol out of the tincture that you just made in your magical butter machine. Hopefully, we'll put a link up for another method for your green dragon. You'll see. Um, you got this big mason jar now full of blackish green shit that smells and tastes horrible. You're going to take it. You're going to take about two, I would not say two cups. This had, the batch we made had two cups in there, insanely potent. One to two cups, depending on your, your, your tolerance, into a saucepan. I'm going to go completely into layman mode here. My suspicion is that whenever you put the alcohol in the magic butter machine, it evaps off most of the dangerous stuff. Because yesterday, we were able to set this to a very slow, very low boil with a fan blowing on the saucepan out of an open window. And the alcohol at no point caught fire. There was no danger, but we were also very careful. You do this at a heat that that I would say medium low. You stir it. It's going to get down to the consistency of warm maple syrup. And then we finally, we're almost done, guys, and it's worth knowing. High temps. High temps are dangerous when cooking with uh, high green or what high percentage alcohol. Right. A uh, few chefs out there, essentially, you're just doing a reduction. Yes. You're uh, you're reducing this down to maple syrup consistency or whatnot. Uh, if you're careful with it, it's it's fairly safe. But again, you're not doing this because we t- we're telling you not to, because we don't want you to have an accident. So if you do have an accident, we told you not to. I'm telling you, shitload. Yeah, you, <laughs> man, it's horrible. You don't you want to be able to see more yeah. than your testicles. The world's a beautiful place. Beautiful now, place. But now that you got that reduced fico, right? You put it in. You keep it in your saucepan. Then, and I'm not gonna go super into the recipe. I guess I will because that's what the podcast is for. Woo! Yeah. You're going to take your citric acid that's about it. have been doing for like 20 goddamn minutes. Okay, like, let's, come on. Let's <laughs> finish strong now. No, no, no pumping up on y'all. In your saucepan, you have your maple syrup like fico, it's called poop oil, we call it. Full extract <laughs> cannabis oil, and it's full extract because you did the Terps bro shit earlier. Bro. So you mix in two bowls. In one bowl, you take your dry ingredients, your jello, your unflavored gelatin, and your citric acid. You mix them up. In your other bowl, you mix your sweeteners. You take one cup of your chosen fruit juice, put it in there. You take a quarter cup of preferably honey or agave, you put it in there. You put anything wet in there, you mix it all up. You mix the dry bowl up, then you mix them together. Let that sit for about 30 minutes to bloom. Let, while you're doing that, you're stirring your fico and making sure it stays that maple syrup consistency. 
a, a trick Amanda and I do is to take flavor extract and to dump it directly into the Pico to keep it kind of wet and moving. Well, <laughs> keep it wet and moving. Well, we're going. Then all you have to do is take the mixture that you made in your bowl, dump it into the saucepan, mix it up, and inject it into your gummy molds, and then you're literally 20 minutes away from gummies. It's It sounds complicated, but it's the easiest thing in the world. Now, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. I'm going to say you're about 30 minutes away from gummies. If you because I also see that's what you wrote the fuck down down there. Oh, right, right, right. And you're, you're shaving 10 minutes off of your own recipe. You know, if you want to Because this guy last out. night, he comes out, he's like, dude, they're ready. And like gives it, I try to get it out of the mold. And it's, I mean, it, I, I hate to be redundant here, but it was like pulling a slug. <laughs> it was definitely bad. <laughs> yeah, they, they needed like 10 more minutes. It would have been great. And then actually uh, they were, we had some. Yes, we were right. gonk. Yeah. <laughs> Gonkified. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, do you want me to leave this in? I've just done a lot of talking. Yeah, leave this in. Okay, guys, we, we got something yeah, let's here. Go. I, just because I want to hear you not on the uh, uh, not on the list mode. Let's get a little okay. fucking, yes. yeah. Well, you, you, you guys saw too much structure. Now you're getting ready to see not enough. We got something special for you here. <laughs> you all are familiar with our topic, Fuck You Shithead, which is in defense of dispensary workers everywhere having to deal with some unreasonable people. Mm-hmm. Blake and I have found... The funniest, undeserved bad review I've seen in the weed scene, certainly, and maybe really ever. It's among the funniest. Um, I don't want to say much more and fuck things up. So to give you a full sense of what we're getting, we're going to dramatize it for you with Blake playing the review of the man sitting at his keyboard typing out these reviews. Let me go to the right Discord here. Here, right here. Take it away, sir. Well... I came here today to see what they had, uh, what what they had to offer. Been trying to come in since 4:20, but they're too busy trying to hand out referrals. They aren't worried about other customers. When I confronted the owner about it, he said that he were rich man and didn't get into it for that. Said he was trying to help people, but I guess only the people that are making in money for the referrals. I guess. I guess. Ridiculously packed. Wouldn't suggest this place. For my enemy. This place needs to rename itself Med Referral because that's all they're worried about. Now we have a response from the owner. <laughs> this is all insane. Oh my god. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. Our biggest goal is to help our patients. Sometimes that means we have patient drives. Even if we look packed, all licensed patients can bypass the line to go straight to the bud room. Okay, guys, so we know that some of you are high while you're medicated while you're listening, and we know that maybe you get the elements of the story, so you, but you don't quite fully understand the gravity of that yet. So <laughs> just think about this for a moment. The gentleman wanted to see what they had to offer and had been oh. trying to come since 420. And forgot the title of the review. Yes, the title is... Very Rich Man, he says. He says. He did says. <laughs> now, I've personally been to that dispensary, and it's a cool dispensary, I did not confront the owner, and I was not told that they were rich man. So maybe I'm not getting the whole picture, but to me, what I'm seeing is the story of a dude who stood in the wrong fucking line and got mad about it and gave him a one-star review because rich man, daddy fucking cannabis bucks didn't come and fucking help him go to the right line. It does, it does sound like somebody was in the wrong line and felt stupid. And, oh, oh, man, oh. But let's, yes. let, let, let's go over Blake the, 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 the subtle delicacy of your read there because Blake read this review exactly like it was written. <laughs> Fucking 
I'm, I'm gonna let's just read it plain. Yes, Go ahead. I tried to follow his uh, his punctuation, his spellings, and uh, the words he used verbatim. So, without punching down too hard, let's just go with the, the, the high notes here. I came here to say today to see what they had to offer. Been trying to come since 420. That's okay. The best part is... Uh, said... Blake? Uh, when I confronted the owner about it, he said that they were rich man and didn't get into it for that. <laughs> well, you stood in the wrong line. <laughs> Fucking rich man. Yeah. It was a patient drive. We've talked about patient drives on the podcast uh, and those of us that have cards and everything, we know what patient drives are. And, uh, yeah, the guy was in the wrong line or misjudged something. I don't know, man, but this, this seems like one of the exasperated. <sighs> you almost feel bad for the guy. Oh, sorry. The, the, uh, fuck you shithead. You know, like you're not really mad at him. You're just kind of perplexed. Just, uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> Fuck you, shithead. Fuck you, shithead. <laughs> you know, we, we were talking about it beforehand because it's too funny not to. And this is almost a fuck you dipshit. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's like yeah. a fuck you dipshit shithead. Like somebody who walks around with the uh, with like their internal monologue or whatever is just like... You know, like that's... Just, I don't know. Like a Mr. Potato Head type. For, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. have anything else to say. It sounds like some dumb shit. <laughs> well, you know, I've got a story that maybe I could share to, to kind of help put in perspective maybe what this guy's going through. One time I went to a mechanic, and I had been waiting there since there's no car-related like time, so I can't say like 420 for cars. But I've been waiting there since like 2 in the afternoon, and, uh, you know, there are a lot of cops there for some reason. And uh, I talked to a mechanic, and I'm like, sir, why aren't you helping me? Why aren't you helping me? And the gentleman said... Well, sir, you drove through the front window of our dealership. <laughs> but um, that was a really bad Norm McDonald. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. He delivered a little more like this, uh, you know, like a little bit dry. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I can't come up with jokes on the spot. Like that, 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 well, well I, think, I think Fuck You Shit has it done. But yes, that guy uh, sounds, uh, all right. I kind of like to hang out with him. I don't know. I just, I think I'd like to watch him, like... Like how people watch birds, you know. I want to be from afar where he doesn't know I'm there, so he just goes about his day normally. Like I know it sounds very stalkery now that I think about it. I'm basically just want to stalk the man, but just, not for. I just want to. I'm just curious. Like I'm not gonna do anything. Like he walks, he walks into Walmart and he picks up the thing of ragu and he drops it and he goes, "I need to see a manager." And he goes but, home. And- he sounds like the kind of guy that, like Larry David follows around to like inspire curb your enthusiasm, you know? <laughs> oh man. Okay, these other ones are too serious. That's that's like that's that's fuck you shit at Hall of Fame, man. I'm sorry, just the fact that he was in the wrong line, I'm still dying. Okay. Let's yeah. go with an OTR because we still got some time to kill, buddy. Let's check that time. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, what are we at right now? Um we've only at like sorry, thirty seven. We got plenty of time to fuck around here. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we've gotten that out of the way. Is there anything that's just uh, off the top of your head, or you want to go straight let's, into an yeah, OTR? Let's, let's do a fresh OTR, OTR. Um, we could give a little bit of the gummy trip report. They're hitting really good. I don't know what else to say about that. No, though. no, no, that's true. Yeah, we milked yeah. that. That was part of the... Okay. We're not selling them. That's something. Oh, yes. And we want to get this, this out on the air. Uh, we, we added it to the end of the episodes or whatever, but by no means do we sell marijuana products no uh or anything like that 
Uh, we're just here to enjoy them, review them, talk about them, and talk about whatever the fuck you guys want to hear about. Right. So please get active with us on social media. That's something interesting we can mm-hmm. talk about when we have a few more dudes. Since fuck you shithead is, uh, uh, you know, fresh on the brain here, uh, plug our, our email, budtenders. Give yes. us give us a time when you really wanted to say fuck you shithead. We can get it out there for you. We'll, we'll keep it anonymous. Yeah, we're not trying to get anybody in trouble or be too mean to the people who leave bad reviews. Like, it's just funny. Yeah. Or if you don't trust us, just uh, send an anonymous email. <laughs> Here's something interesting that Amanda and I saw, Blake. I'm trying to figure well, out the damn email. The email. Did yeah. I not say the email? Did you? I, wow. Oh, I don't know. Gee. Okay. We'll do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> Podcast at smokinokiespod.com. The good news is, the best news is, our, that's also our app sign for all of the social media channels. It's the Facebook at smokinokiespod. The fucking Instagram at smokinokiespod. And the Discord, um, you have to get a link to that. But same idea. All at smokinokiespod. Please get a hold of us mm-hmm. because we want to hear your stories and. Hearing from the perspective of a bud tinder and not just the funny reviews, another way to explore all the shitheads around. Oh, yeah. Look at this picture, Blake, and tell me why you think that's interesting. Um, well, I... To me, there looks like a bug laying on weed, but... It, what is that, a dab laying there with a, with a piece of pasta next to it? That's... I mean, this is kind of dumb to do on audio. No, no. Well, I'll put it, I'll put it on the Instagram for people to see if yeah, I can share I know, this. Yeah, I they can't see it if but they listen to their car. I think there's a little more depth to this than you think. I'll describe the scene here. It's, a, it's uh-huh. like an arty shot of a joint with some weed on it, and then there's some concentrate on the weed. And at the end of it, where you would normally put a filter, is what appears to be a piece of spiral pasta. Oh, it's pasta. on a fucking rolling paper. I just noticed that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My screen's dirty. That's so not they put a ball. dab in the middle of the... Po- uh, God, yeah, okay. So the question is, is that a piece of pasta or is that a special, like, tip? Uh, well, he says feeling noodly. Okay. Well, I don't read. I'm on Instagram. God. Yeah, it says feeling noodly, so okay. that's a piece of pasta. So here's something that you can learn from Smoking Oki's podcast on top of making the good-ass gummies. You can put a piece of twirly pasta in as a filter on your joint. Yeah, I've never tried it. Uh, also, you can learn that... When we're uh, medicated like this, it take. There's a reason why we have co-hosts uh, here is because it takes both of us to understand something. <laughs> so, two brains, one job. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go do some interesting links. Some of this shit's too heavy. I just find anything interesting. Uh, I go to OTR, man, off the rip. Let's see. All right, OTR. Let's see. Let's dra- oh, up. maybe update on the Dragon Balls. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our dude Tyler, Treebeard on Instagram. Told me something really interesting. Blake? Well, you you talked to him, so uh, tell me right. again. I'm really sorry for dominating this episode. I suck. Oh, I just I just want to say it was a big disappointment. I'll say, wait, ugh, those Dragon Balls, they look great. Because I was looking at them from, like, they look like Dragon Balls from the anime. Mm-hmm. And uh, ugh, they just look so cool. And on an earlier episode, I said it also looked like the Amber... Where they, from Jurassic Park, where they had the mosquito in, where they got the DNA and, you know, got the dinosaurs. Right. But, uh, yeah, it looks so great. But apparently, it's just, uh, it's it's not a ball of... of uh, Super sweet secret concentrate. Yeah, it's not like a solid ball of uh, concentrate. It's apparently just a bowl full of distillate. This article was written in 2016, back when distilled was some new shit, apparently. So, our bad on that. Sorry for the excitement and the disappointment that came. Oh, we are excitable. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah. We are excitable. Oh, man. I was dreaming of owning one, but then I was like, I'll never own one. So, I could just get like a 
I don't know, a plastic ball that looks like that. <laughs> we're going to get a podium and we're going to have a thing of weed, but you can't touch it. You can't smoke it. Uh, yeah, I remember no, that. No, 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 I will never have that money. Nope. All right, you Unless you all want to give me a Dragon Ball yeah. of pure concentrate. That would be fucking cool. I'll take it. We yeah. need to get one of those loyal fans that's also a big grower to do that. I'm high. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Woo, there it was. Oh, it was me. Oh, man. Well, it looks like it was a like for the podcast, okay. so. Can't hey, thank that. you. We're taking off, man. Uh, we got I, don't, going. I don't know who it was. I'm too high to work my phone, so sorry. <laughs> you know, speaking of fan interaction, here's my favorite OTR that I have on here. Uh, we were talking in wow in the 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 the, the smoking Okies Discord about wow and about our pieces, our glass pieces, kind of at different times, and it got us thinking, Blake. Hmm. In terms of the color in the item's name and wow. So in a lot of games, the, the, the oh, different colors yes. represent tears. Oh, yeah. I remember this conversation <clears throat> now. So let's say like a if, white tear would be like a gas station rose, uh, you know, and so I'd like to say uh, by now you could say it was started in the MMO genre, but that this this trend of uh, loot, the value of gear being color coded mm. like that is in any looter shooter, anything that's a loot-based video game these days. Yes. Mm-hmm. So with that, the, the, keeping the that white, in mind. The white to green to blue to purple to, to uh, orange. Yes. Thank you for stretching the idea out. I like mm-hmm. to jump right into it. That's yeah. exactly what we need. And that's why you are good at GoGo-Host. Um, keeping that in mind, what tier color-wise, and we're using WoW's color scheme, uh-huh. would you consider that, that sweet-ass steamroller you're holding in your oh, hand? Oh, this baby right here. Is that a purple... Is it a blue? Ooh, are we talking at a level cap? We're talking like WoW Classic, like a blue actually means something. At level cap, though. Oh, right? yes, yes, yes. Okay, because then, you know, it's like, oh, it's cool, but it's gone in two levels. Right, right, okay, right. We're talking level cap, and we are, we got a lot of content to go, okay? Yes. Okay, cool. This baby right here, this steamroller, I would say blue. How blues mean something. Huh? Yes, they do Blues mean world. something. I gotta say, I'm gonna say this is probably purple. Actually, I would agree. With that I got assessment. an epic. Yeah, that's an epic. That's. I've actually looked for comparable ones, mm-hmm. uh, the same size. This thing is big enough to fit a whole ice cube up in there. Yes. And uh, and the rare thing I've found is that the bowl is removable. Most steamrollers have a bowl and a hole back here. Oh, okay. So you... the carb is the bowl on this one. This is oh, essentially okay. a bong without the water chamber. Is all it is, and. Uh, I could not find this other than like the plastic ones, right? Online, not in this size. You know, you could you could really. This might even be a fucking legendary. I don't know. It's close, <laughs> and that's that's kind of what I was thinking. There's this is a boe epic. It's boe certainly. It's BOE. world drop. World drop. World drop sphere. Because yeah. <laughs> there are certain factors that if you, I don't really get into wow war, but wow wow war. Wow, that's uh, a new one. Wow lore, but. An item that has been made by a great craftsman, or an item that has a special story behind it, like Ashbringer, is obviously worth more than some white dagger that you pick up off a dead troll or whatever. Uh huh. In that regard, yours was crafted by a craftsman, our buddy Tyler. It's well, got I, unique I characteristics. I don't know if he made this but it was, one, oh, well, but it was from the glass shop that he's at. Oh, I thought he made it. I'm not sure who made it. But it's still a really cool piece. Yeah. So you still got that. It's obviously artisan made out of a shop that, yeah. And um, it's got the rare, like, 
the unique functions like you just brought up. So I say I say there's a good argument for like a purple boe. It's a purple, definitely. Yeah, it's and it, not a legendary because it was in my price range. You know, a legendary would be like a beautiful, functional, unique bong that was made just for you or that you made. Oh, yeah. No, there were pieces at that uh, Volta Glass. Right. Uh, they had pieces there that definitely were legendaries. Oh, man. Uh, oh, yeah. They got some good shit there. He had one, man. He got out and it was so thick. He was like banging it on the floor. <laughs> I know we've talked about this before, but I think it might have been in one of the Scrapped episodes. If this were Howard Stern, I would take it. Yeah, that I know. Back it was, yeah, about it. penises. Penises. About it, was about, it was a bong, though. He took it out. It was so thick. He, he whacked it on the floor. <laughs> Tyler, yeah. Yeah, I see it now. I totally see it. I bet you're not the only one. And, like, everyone else is fucking laughing at it. And they're getting laughed again because I came in late. I get it. I know. It's a dick. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> fuck you. Ah, that's great. <laughs> oh, and I'll <laughs> Medicated. Uh, <laughs> Alright, we got another OTR. Let's see. That was too- Well, you know, I gotta talk about mine. Yeah. Okay, okay. This Your piece, you know, uh, where is it? I've got a few. Um, probably my one. Wow, I've got a way to be prepared here. No, it's... I, I put it up earlier than my break. I'm not gonna get about the right over there. I don't need to hold it. We're on a fucking podcast. God damn it. <laughs> I can. I know what it okay, looks like. I own fine. it. Fine, it's for me. I'm gonna go look at it. All right, go get it, Blake. I'm gonna pause it to you. No, that oh. that that is a blue. That is a di- blue by definition that you can buy from a shopkeeper. That's pretty cool, but you're gonna replace soon. It's yeah. nicely made. It's a good brand, but anybody could get it with enough money. It's a little more expensive than maybe a shitty bong. It takes a little grinding. Right, right, and it it's a blue, right? Yeah, that's a blue. Now, yeah. I've, I've got a green and a white in my cabinet, but that's definitely a blue. And we'll put pictures of this on the Instagram so you can see. You should have already seen mine from the Wake and yes. Bake uh, yesterday. It was the steamroller I was using there. You know, Blake, I did take, and I can show you, a very sexy shot of my bong, which makes it look like a purple, Ooh, but it's not. And uh, so now they get to listen to me watch your screen Yes, they get again. it, but I'm going to put this on the Instagram. You know, I know, but keep you keep saying that, though, like... Right. I, 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 it's hard right to fill here when I'm just waiting to see a picture. Okay, well, let me just tell you, There's this picture of my bong is amazing. All right, that's a shame. I was going to brag about my photo taking, but we can well, save that for later. <laughs> that's a yeah, fair Yeah, brag criticism. about it on the, uh, uh, yeah, I don't I have it preloaded or something. Right, Maybe yeah. when I go on a rant, Next search time. for it. But I don't know how to fill the space. You know, I know how to fill the space. It's <laughs> easy. We click on the Discord. And we go to off the rip like we're supposed to. We go to off the rip, and we've also got that pre-record that also cuts in. So don't feel like we're are we putting you. that in the beginning or the end? Probably the beginning, and then we just cut in with the intro, and that's how you know the show legit starts. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, well, they, you so they've this, heard that. You heard this decision made after we made it. You yeah. heard the results yeah, of but it. Are, yeah, but we're still in the same time because we're recording on the same track. That's why. So uh, what, let's just go to going off the rip. Damn it. Okay, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking. We're keeping the conversation going. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, oh. Okay, here's here's one that's maybe a little heavy, but also funny. I don't care about that. I'm a mark. I know. Let's see, how many times a day, Blake, do you honestly think you consume marijuana? Oh, well, that depends on if it's a work day or not. If it's a work day, well, I don't until work's over with, and uh, and then. You know, so at that point, you know, usually run, work work runs late, so I'll have, I'll consume marijuana two, three times that day, you know. Okay. I, I'm kind of a heavy smoker, though, so yeah. if I've got nothing to do, let's say it's a Saturday, I'm all geared up to kick it at home, you know, my stash is heavy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, man, I don't even want to count. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, probably every uh, hour or two at least. Certainly. I'm hitting something while I'm awake. It's, yeah, I'm a heavy smoker. You know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And as you find administration methods that work, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of my answer. I, I really can't because I eat so many edibles. I don't smoke even every day. I've been smoking a lot since you've been here. Yeah. I would say, realistically, I probably eat three to 400 milligrams of edibles a day. And every third or fourth day, I might smoke a couple joints. Huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, it makes sense. You prefer edibles and those are known to last longer. Right, 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 right. You know, and, uh, I mean, a flower high, even if it's one that, you know, fucking kicks your balls in your eyes or whatever you're saying, <laughs> uh, fucking, you know, it, that, it only lasts like two hours. Right. And then, and, it's gone. and then that's gone. That's, that's something I love about it versus alcohol. And I believe I covered that in a previous episode, but right. it wears off, you know, it's not like booze. You drink, your day's done. You can't drive anywhere or whatever. No, you just wait a little while. You're done. Or if you got nothing to do. You reapply that medication, baby. You, you try to get medicated even harder. Yeah. A, a hard medication. And then, you, then then later on, you keep telling yourself, you're like, well, you know, I just need some, a little more to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then you end up watching Star Wars, and you're up for another two and a half hours. Or Lord of the Rings. I've been getting into that lately, because those movies hold up, dude. Oh, yeah. I've not watched them. Uh, well, I like them. I, I, I they were just so boring to me when I watched them in high school. I don't know, I uh, they so were to me too back then for some yeah. reason. And now, man, I, have you seen them on weed, man? Well, yeah, you were uh, smoking in high school. Yeah, yes, yes, I was. Statute of limitations, I guess. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the fucking Indianapolis police are going to come kick your door in. Yeah. Like, we heard you smoke weed in high school, sir. You're going to have to come with us. We're extraditing you <laughs> to, to fucking weed prison. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, that one now. We're going to skip away from that one. Um, we could probably just come up with our own off the rip because there's some topics that we've been talking about recently that are interesting to me. And I forget them all, so bring it up it's and it's good. like a new thing to me. I'm that, like an old dog or something. <laughs> Here's something that I think you're going to like and you can tell me why it's so novel. This is called The Freak Show and people who grow think it's a big deal. We'll put a picture on the Instagram. Can you describe why that's interesting? The leaves look strange. Uh, I mean, the the picture they, leads me to believe it's huge. They look like pea pods. I think yeah. This like, is a, I thought, the, like, maybe the leaves were rolled or something. Oh, they're growing out, like, on a fern is what it is. See? Yeah, like, they're split. They're not just serrated. They they go all the way into the... Uh, the stem. Yeah. That's and, fucking cool. But then the sugar leaves up here, they look Ooh. like they're twisting. So, but not, like, in the bad way, like the twisted leaf syndrome or whatever. No, this looks... There's nothing wrong with that cannabis. Yeah, thing. no, it looks like a very healthy plant, and the bud looks fucking massive. It looks but like an that, indoor plant. That's also, uh, you know, I, it's a photo. All I can see is the bud, so I've got no, nothing for size. This one, I, I, I saved this about the third time I saw it pop up on Reddit because people who grow are big into it, and like I'm a, I'm a novice grower at best. But this says it's from Dark Heart Nursery, and it's one of a kind because of the shape. It doesn't really go into it. There's a whole big thing if you look the article up about why it's cool and stuff. And it is neat. I, we'll put a picture on the Instagram because it's like a pea pod and a fern and a weed plant had a baby. And it made a really amazing looking bud. And it looks cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It looks really cool. And I wish our content wasn't us describing pictures. Hey, dude. <laughs> that's, what that, that's why we're a multi-channel thing. But now here's some fun content. Our goal should be to smoke some freak show weed on the podcast. 
Yeah, okay. What? We can do it. Why not? No, I'm not saying we shouldn't, but here we are describing pictures on a radio show. Well, guys, we're learning as we go, <laughs> and the News and Interesting Links channel in the Discord might not be the way to go. No. <laughs> Let us know what you think. This uh, this is uh, uh this is it's supposed to be a smoke session. I mean, it is. You just right. uh, we're looking at the internet. Okay, let's remove the computer screen, and for our, our last tiny little bit of content, because we're there. Eh, we're there. Let's do one more truly fresh off the rip. My mind is fried, so you're going to have to come up with this. I got it. Um, do you... Let me think. Let me think of a way to put this. I got the question in my mind. I'm starting to feel that per capita, Lawton has a surprisingly good dispensary scene. And the more I think about it, the more I think it might be shockingly good. Shockingly good. Would you agree with that statement? I've only been to good ones here. I mean, granted, mine are catered. Right, yeah, you get but, a little... Uh, I've only been to good ones here. There's been, like, minor things, little hiccups, but it's nothing on a dispensary, you no, know? No. So, like, the product's been good, and, and uh, the dispensaries have been great, too. Customer service, everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been to a bad one here, but also, I, I've talked about this before. I get locked in, and I go to the same damn, like, three places, you know? So... I go to Better Gut all the time, because they're so good. It's the... Mm. Uh, I guess we we need to get that uh, going. That was another thing is uh, for this like the, the what you're smoking, it's going to be something different all the time. I don't want to keep calling out the same uh, dispensaries. Yep. You know, because uh, I don't work for them. Like that last <laughs> episode we recorded where we were both smoking the same thing and eating the same gummies. Oh well, that was just funny. That was funny. It was too funny not to do. <laughs> it was like dressing the same or something. Uh, but now we're just explaining the pudding. The pudding. So, which means that we're probably at the end here because, uh, I, I don't know, man. I can't think anymore. We've been burning, <laughs> we have been burning the midnight oil guys. Like we said, today was the fucking live launch. You know, yes. we, we went live on, uh, the podcast platforms, uh, and social media. We, we got in on, but dude, we've been going hard. All right. right. I barely slept. I don't know how you slept in there, but we've been up for quite a while, and uh, who, oh boy, my, I'm fried. Okay, I think we're at a good, good end. What do you think? I think so too. Thank are, you all for making it this yeah, far. Smoking ogies. Whoa, I'm fried. I hope you are too. Uh, don't, don't burn yourself up with alcohol. Don't make this stuff. Don't make the. Kicking ass, good game. I can't even say <laughs> it. Ass, yeah, game. I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm done. Bye. Baba Durkle. <laughs>